Welcome back to part two of our conversation with Brian Williams, the storyteller. We're so happy to have you here on Destiny to Disrupt. Are you loving the conversation? I know I am. Keep listening as we unfold Ryan's story and unpack her why for Under Her Empire. Under Her Empire is a community of creatives of color, dreamers, and passionate doers who connect and inspire others through video stories and artistic expression. The collaborative, inclusive, and soul-focused platform offers content as a nourishment for audiences hungry for substance. They aim to help drive actionable change through how individuals and brands think about content to create a joyful, uplifting, and inspired world for everyone. UHE stands for visibility, for the creative who wants to see their work and be seen and feel seen, collaborations for brands who want to partner and inspire creators for creatives who want to merge their superpowers and collaborate together. And then there's access, right? So they're given access for audiences who crave connection and community for creatives. So really UHE is for everybody, creatives, photographers, videographers, artists, wardrobe stylists, illustrators. It doesn't take much to get down. So be sure to continue to support and follow Ryan's journey in her empire at Under Her Empire. That's Under Her Empire. And you can also stay tuned to updates from her website at underherempire.com. Welcome to the Disruptors. So tell us a little bit of some of the projects you worked on with UHE. I was a part of Spirit Week, so I got to enjoy that during um, homecoming season, which was like so perfect because we missed homecoming last year. And it was just so nice to attend a digital event that actually did not drain me. Like I did not feel fatigued. I didn't have Zoom fatigue. I wasn't like, oh my God, I got to like meet all these people. Like I just felt so let's talk about Spirit Week and then we'll talk about some of the other things you've worked on. But that was really dope. Oh my God. I'm so first off, thank you for saying those things. Thank you for coming through. Spirit Week was, it was was feeling for me too. It was feeling for me to work on it was feeling for me to build and to to edit the videos and bring people together. But basically, to let y'all know what that was, it was basically a five-day conference that uplifted spirit during the time where we needed it most in a society where it was like a lot of shit happening from the pandemic. I actually was earlier in the year, last year, First off, I felt a sense of joy and just like excitement for a project that I kicked off, which I'll get into later, but had a really wonderful, beautiful event at the like right before the pandemic started under her empire did. And it was very successful. Yes. I, was I was feeling a high moment and then pandemic. Well, tell them, tell them what that is. This was, this was, so let me tell y'all. Ryan was on tour. Okay. She's being so modest right now. Ryan had a web series that she's filmed called mm-hmm. Here We Go. Here We Go. And it kind of gives you like Black Girl Sex and City vibes. Like oh. it definitely gives you those vibes. Um, <laughs> and I think that she was coming to LA. I think she had did a rented out like a whole AMC or something down in Atlanta. I mean, this girl, she did in Florida 
and Florida. And she had did her launch in, in Brooklyn, um, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. And then COVID hit. OK, mm-hmm. so she on the tour and then COVID hit. And then so you on this high. On the high, just to clarify, mm-hmm. it was the the theater was in Florida and that was with Black Films Matter. Shout out to Black Films Matter. But the Atlanta, it was at a small little space, but it was very beautiful. And Atlanta was the last one before we kind of came to a, a screeching halt. Bam. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I started, I, I felt very depressed after that. I did. Mm-hmm. And so I went through a little mode of depression, but then I worked on a couple projects. I have some amazing friends that helped pull me out of that. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing a meditation challenge, an abundance challenge. And it took me a while. I'm not, all of this didn't happen overnight, but I started doing this meditation challenge and in the middle of the challenge is when all the stuff with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor started happening. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I was feeling more grounded than ever. I still saw the abundance in everything, even during that time, because I was halfway through this meditation challenge. But during that time, I also had a lot of friends coming to me like, depressed and saddened and you know like I I get it I understand but because I felt the way I felt and because I had just come from that I was trying to make sure I uplifted their spirits and gave them good words of wisdom and let them know like there are two ways to look at what's happening right now we can look at the perspective of it was a lot of protests and stuff happening during that time but you know like you would see police officers and law enforcement like doing people dirty in the streets like beating people and and pepper spraying and like all this stuff and I had a friend who was videotaping everything he was recording he's a bit of a bomb ass videographer JP And he was recording everything at that time and showing me the recordings. And he was really saddened, one of my many friends. And I was like, this is beautiful because, yes, I do see what's happening in the middle of the street by law enforcement. But behind that, I see hundreds of people marching together. And You know what I mean? Like even in the midst of this pandemic with masks on and COVID, like coming together to stand up against this. And it's more of them than it is the other side. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I recognize that. And that's the abundance mentality. But sometimes Mm -hmm. we got to remind ourselves about the abundance mentality, like abundance over scarcity. And it's two ways to look at the world. But if you focus in on the abundance part and piece of it, that will inevitably multiply. If you Mm -hmm. focus on the opposite side, it happens the same way. Mm -hmm. So how do we remind each other? Because I needed it too at one point. How do we remind each other of that abundance and continue to go down that route? And it takes time. It's not something, like I said, it's not something that happens overnight. But during that time, I realized that community, my community needed to be uplifted. Mm -hmm. So that's where Spirit Week 
came and I have dope ass friends and a dope ass team Mm. and we came together and we just started talking through what does our community need most right now okay well Mm. we need community elevation we need to know about the financial gaps within the black community we need to know we need like health first off that was the first day first day was health and wellness and we need to come together and we need to talk about how to fuel our purpose and our passion and all of that. So every one of the days during Spirit Week was basically geared and catered towards those themes. And that's really what Spirit Week was. And it ended up being really beautiful. It was literally the week before the election. So a lot of people were on pins and needles. And afterwards, we got so many responses and so much feedback from people saying how it literally lifted their spirits and had them going into the election feeling calm, cool, and collected, you know what Mm. I mean? And at peace. Mm. I can definitely attest to that. I definitely, well, what a call and response to the community, right? And this is a creative community. So I know creatives are often very sensitive to what's going on externally in our environments and just all the I felt like last year was just like a ripple effect of events, Mm -hmm. right? Like a trifecta between, for me, this is how I remember, here we go. And how that, where we, where I was in that moment, because I remember we were talking about bringing it out to LA. Mm -hmm. And I started like pitching to people in LA and then Kobe died. That was like the first oh thing God. that happened. Yes, I remember that. was that. the first thing that happened. It was like Kobe Bryant passed away. And there was just like this heavy energy all over Los Angeles. I couldn't even explain. It was a heavy oh. fog. It was a heavy fog that day. It's Grammy weekend. And, but then it just continued like this heavy energy, heavy fog. We really couldn't get out of it for a minute. And then and then I want to say shortly after that, COVID happened. And so then that was like in March. And that was another just like a complete, like you said, ah, halt. Hello. <laughs> and for I mean, it was just like every contract that was in the sky was just like completely gone. So that was crazy. And then then George Floyd. And that was just like, I mean, for a person of color. It just completely took you over the edge at that point. It just completely took us over the edge. We lost a hero. We were mm. disproportionately affected by the virus. Mm. And then, you know, not to mention all the not just health impacts, but economic impacts and everything that how what that looks like mm. for different <laughs> groups of people. And then you have George Floyd. And you just culmination of things, you know, you are just at this point, you've numbed yourself to at least that's what I can say. Like, it was like I was just numb to all the killings that were happening at some point because I just Mm. didn't want to feel I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to embody that pain and carry that pain. So it was easier to ignore it. but. I think what made George Floyd, God bless his soul, and his he has not gone in vain. Mm-hmm. But what made that so prolific was because we were all in a standstill. We were all in it together. 
And I do think there has been an awakening. And I think that being able to have people like yourself and uh, organizations like UHE mm-hmm. to answer the call of the people, like we are, the people are sick, the people are sad, the people aren't working, mm-hmm. creatives aren't working. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my lights? Now I'm watching TV every day, being reminded. And what's on TV? It's trash TV at this point. Oh, man, that's crazy. So that's why I love I love, love everything that you're doing with UHE. I think that it's going to be such a wonderful place to grow roots Mm -hmm. as a creative. So if you have any creative talent that you want to bring to the table and collaborate with, holla at Ryan. She is your girl. She makes it happen. She told you she does these budgets, y'all. She's no joke, okay? (laughs) She's small but mighty, okay? She is mighty. And I think that UHE being an expression for yourself and all the great projects um, that are coming out have been just so on time. And then what really like impresses me about your disruption is how you've gone back to these companies that you used to work for. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've gone back to these companies with solutions to the problems, to the cracks that have existed in the roots of those foundations for a long mm-hmm. time. And so that is also something that I noticed in corporate. It's like, well, sometimes allies and people, white people, they don't have the language or they don't have the words or they don't know. They don't know how to go from sympathy to empathy. I don't want you to be sorry. I want you to be empathetic and yes. think of yourself like, have you ever been in a situation like this? Or if you were in a situation Whoa. like this, how could you uplift? How could you optimize yes. that moment to turn something negative into a positive? And Accountability. I think that's, and I think that's exactly like, I think that's exactly what you're doing or being called to do. This is like a divine assignment. Yes. And so thrilled. So what do you see what's next for UHE? And what do you think is now that we can kind of see amongst the fog, like things are opening back up? What intentions have you been setting for yourself and for Under Her Empire? Absolutely. So we talked about this for myself. I am trying not trying. I am doing this. I am optimizing my time. I am. Um, and what does and that mean, Ryan? What does that mean? Optimizing your time? Optimizing my time. It means creating routines that really feed and edify me. And when I say edify, I mean, in every sense, I mean, emotionally, mentally, I mean, physically, I'm doing things. I'm making sure that balance it's all about balance. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's really what I'm holding true to these days. Like trying to make sure I give myself the balance that I need, like being, making sure I'm, I'm self-caring it up, mm-hmm. but also being intentional about all the things that I do. So, because like, it's one thing, it's, and it's also one thing to be intentional, but it's another thing to actually put action behind those intentions because you can have all the, the best intentions in the world. You can, and even with manifestation, like I feel like manifestation, those are intentions, you know what I mean? Ultimately, 
But if you're not putting the work behind said manifestations, then they're going to fall flat. You know what I mean? It's all about we, we keep talking about foundations. But like I'm making sure during this time, I'm setting a really solid foundation of manifesting, being intentional, but also following through with trying to be my best self. I have a lot of books that a a lot of really beautiful books I've been reading that is helping to boost my spirit right now. What are you reading right now, Ryan? So right now at this moment, I'm reading Think Like a Monk. And how to win friends and influence people. So we were just talking about how this is like one book is very introverted and the other one is very extroverted. It's like dualities. Like she's yeah, she does both people. She could do both. And, so. and that's the balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the balance. And it's crazy because like you have to write this stuff down because like I, I recognize that every single thing that I write down happens, right? And even when I didn't necessarily like plan it out to to happen in the way in which it's happening like it just starts falling in place like when I wrote down optimizing my time and I I wrote down I'm gonna have balance like I'm reading these books and then you just called out that that's a balance thing you know what I mean it is and and it's like it is it's because I wrote it down (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's really what that's really what my life is looking like right now on a personal level on a professional level really just gearing up for under her empire's launch hey Um, yes so excited so that's coming in in, um this summer loading 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 Oh, loading, loading, loading. (laughs) It's like you end, it's almost, it's so crazy because uh, I ended off the the last normal that we had, like the ending of that last normal was the here we go screening, right? Mm -hmm. And now that everything is coming back to this new normal and people are starting to come out and stuff, it's going to be all about under her empire's launch. So, so really right now planning an event around the launch, but yes. also building the team. I have an amazing and an incredible group of like talented individuals who shout are out to the team. Shout out to the team. I'm like trying to do the little, uh, the little uh the the basketball uh horn okay, okay yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but you get it you feel me <laughs> anyway i've been watching a lot of basketball so <laughs> during this season <laughs> did you see that lakers game last night i said brown brown just mine so i'll just go on here and wrap it up baby I didn't, oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I didn't catch that one, but I did catch the other ones. I caught the, the Toronto, no, the not Toronto. She um, don't even know the team, what? y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about she been in the basketball lately. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers. Okay. <laughs> they lost. I know that. They lost to Denver. Um, but yeah, so professionally, just gearing up for launch, have an amazing team. 
we are we're gearing up for like starting to post content and stuff like that have some really cool content that's coming out so i'm just excited for that so like go to underherempire.com and subscribe to the newsletter because we're sending out a really fire newsletter next week Mm. but also just like updates and stuff like that will be sent to all of our subscribers I love that. I love that. So where can people find Under Her Empire? Let's so, like the, um, you guys are on Instagram. We're on Instagram. Um, you can at, register for the newsletter. Yep. We're on Instagram at UH Empire. And then our website is underherempire.com. And yeah, register for the newsletter for the exciting updates to be a part of this wonderful community. You know what I mean? It's for um, creatives. So if you are a creative, which we all are, that's everyone. Please join our community because we'll be doing things for the creatives who are looking for ways to monetize and looking for ways to get to have opportunities to collaborate with other creatives. And also build their own network, but also for our audience who's looking for our audience who's looking for content to consume. So like if you love scrolling on Instagram or if you love like, you know, watching TikTok videos, there will be plenty of content on underherempire.com made for and by us. So, okay, I love it. I love the community vibes. I want to just read this little piece that Ryan and I were just talking about on community. And I think it describes UHE perfectly. This is an excerpt out of The Spirit of Intimacy, Ancient African Teachings in the Ways of Relationships by Sombofu Some, who's no longer with us, but she's with us in the spiritual realm. She's with us. And it's the embrace of the community. Community is the spirit, the guiding light of the tribe whereby people come together in order to fulfill a specific purpose to help others fulfill their purpose and to take care of one another. The goal of the community is to make sure that each member of the community is heard and is properly given gifts he or she has brought to this world. Without this giving, the community dies. And without the community, the individual is left without a place where they can contribute. The community is the grounding place where people come and share their gifts and receive from others. Yo, you got to send that to me. That's you. That's that, that's what this is. That's what this is. Okay. Ryan's over here creating the community for that's solving my problem. Okay. So this season's focus is to address how might we? Okay. This is a tough question. How might we? democratize okay fashion beauty entertainment industries we focus on fashion this season we can't mm-hmm. tackle it all but how can we democratize these industries and allow people of color creatives of color to thrive and contribute in business and so that's the intersection where i am at is okay we have we want to allow people to use their gifts when people aren't using their gifts and they don't have a tribe to share that with a sounding board people to encourage them people to say that are like-minded or in that same situation 
and trying to bring that to the world, it's almost like you're acting as like a doula to like, okay, we have opportunities, we have creative projects, we have potential jobs. So you can express those creative gifts and actually thrive. Okay. And not only that, but the more that we do that and the more we stay committed to doing that, the more disruption we'll be able to make in these industries. Because now we have more people that look like us and these seats and having seats at the table and their voice, because that was how you first started this interview was you felt silenced. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So UHE is a conduit of, you know, people being able to come through and utilize their gifts and get uplifted and get nourished for what they need so they can. So we can solve this problem, Ryan. Solve the problem. That's what we are solving the problem. Yes. And I think to disrupt and through under her empire. Yeah. And I think going through community, we think about creative leaders. We think about leadership. I had an innovation leadership course, innovation and leadership course at Parsons, Mm -hmm. which is taught by Johan. Shout out to Johan. But one of my things I challenged my professor on was where we were looking for leadership. We were doing all these readings on Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and the Brene Browns of the world. And which was like wonderful. But I think we've always looked in like kind of the traditional spaces for creative leadership. And when you look at the communities, indigenous communities, BIPOC communities, you will see that that leadership is usually comes out in some type of organism, grassroots organization, or maybe in the church. Like it doesn't because we're not giving these opportunities in corporate, it doesn't mean the leadership is not there. And so community has always been a breeding ground for activism. It's always been a breeding ground for change. And it's always been the way to shift perspective collectively for people. So I think that that's the core of the conversation is like, how do we continue to build community? How can we continue to create space? And how can we continue to contribute to the conversations that are happening about us? So I think what you're doing is awesome, Ryan. You got all my support. And, you know, I hope to everyone that's listening, you will continue to support Ryan and her projects. Check out her website. Check them on the gram. And stay tuned because she got so much up her sleeve. And she's already done so much already. So we will be keeping an eye on you, Ryan. Well, thank you for having me. I am just so honored and so blessed to know you and to be featured on this wonderful, wonderful, disruptive podcast. (laughs) Thank you, girl. We're going to change the world. We are in so many good ways. So high five to us. Yes. We did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> oh, we did it. Yes. Joe. <laughs> All right. That's my granddaddy name. Oh, see? You see? ain't know that? You ain't know who you was talking to? I thought it was Bo. Is it Bo or Joe? I was Bo. <laughs> uh, I'm about to cut no, Ryan no. off. She said she was drinking tea. <laughs> I think there's something else going on in the team. No, my uncle's name is Joe, so I just got confused. But see, see, Uncle we got 
call him Joe. We got to work on our family tree because we're still trying to figure it all out. It's a lot of different stories. A lot of different stories. It is going a lot on, of stories. But... <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You're, that's what they say in New York. Brian Williams, y'all. <laughs> I cannot get over that whole story, right? Ryan is just incredible. Really enjoyed the conversation with her. Please be sure to continue to follow us at Destined to Disrupt on Instagram, Facebook, and we got a Twitter, y'all. So reach out, holla at us, and make sure that we continue to serve our audience by giving you value on conversations around disruption, diversity, and it's all love, y'all. It's all love, y'all. That's what I got. (laughs) So thank you. And we look forward to the next episode. Stay tuned. D2D.